0: Hello and welcome to the Scarlet Wolf Podcast. This is Scarlet R and I'm here with my co-host.
1: Uh Brown Wolf.
0: And we're here to talk about all things nerdy. So uh I don't see well, how have you been doing, Brown Wolf? What's hang how's it hanging down and uh,
1: pretty good.
0: Down in the uh, it's been
1: hanging pretty good.
0: It's good to hear. Yeah
1: yeah just been working not doing much um Mm -hmm. finally got disney plus oh you did yeah because i already have hulu free for sprint right so i found out i could get the hulu the the big bundle where they have like the espn and the hulu and the disney plus all together my dad likes uh you know sport sports so let him use that
0: yeah, I've never really been yeah, sports though. So. The ESPN bundle. Yeah, me neither. Play. Like I mean part of me yeah, it, part of me was, but not really. Not like we I watch
1: a game with my dad very so often.
0: Uh, we tried going out for different sports teams a few different times. Uh let's see, what all did we do? We just swimming, we did uh we did baseball when we were younger. We did diving. Uh, yeah, those. Were, oh, and touch football in middle school. So we did a lot of sports yeah. actually, but we sucked at all of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, same. I did like T-ball when I was real young. Uh, I'm trying to think, flag football, a uh, little bit of like track. I didn't actually was on like a track team I just Oh track, you know, it was a I forgot about thing. track.
0: We did track for a semester.
1: Yeah. So yeah, uh, not not much else doing. I've just mostly been using it for the Simpsons, so I'm eventually gonna get around to the Mandalorian and
0: all that. Oh man, you haven't even started on the Mandalorian yet.
1: No, I just got it a few days ago.
0: Oh gotcha. So, do you want to start with that? I'm one of those
1: people who... Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
0: I was going to say, do you want to start with Disney Plus? Do you want to cover what you've been watching there?
1: Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It, again, it's pretty much all been Simpsons. Once I start watching Simpsons, I go kind of down like a binge hole. Oh, gotcha.
0: <laughs> yeah, Um, I'm stuck on the first season. Uh, I'm watching it, and it's like a decent show. But it's clearly not what everybody loves about the show. So I'm actually curious as to, like, where I should start if I want to get to the good stuff. Oh. Uh, because there's so much. What, Simpsons me. or?
1: I'm talking. Yeah, I can help you with the Simpsons, I guess.
0: Yeah. that's oh, sorry. That's what I
1: mean. Um, so... Season one's not bad. It's not what the show is, honestly. Because they were still kind of figuring it out. Yeah. Where you want... I would say maybe season three is probably where it starts getting its drive. And then, like, season six and seven are probably, like, some of the best episodes.
0: Oh, I see.
1: Then, uh... Then a lot of people who are, like, older Simpsons fans will tell you, like... After season nine, it starts going downhill, which it does a bit, but uh, you, there's some good gems until like 15. Once you get into like the 20s, those are not great.
0: Gotcha.
1: I'm trying to think how to compare it. Um, did you ever watch any of the later seasons of Family Guy or like Spongebob, I guess? Um, uh, some of the later seasons
0: of Spongebob, yeah, but not uh, not family guys.
1: Yeah, you know how they kind of got kind of gross and just, uh... Yeah. Well, The Simpsons didn't get gross, but they're just not as good as those classic episodes, not as witty. Well,
0: there's a, there's a term for what happens to the Simpsons, and it's named after The Simpsons. And it's called slanderization, and it's where you get characters yeah. that they start as two-dimensional. You develop them into three-dimensional and then over the course of the show, they fall back down into being two-dimensional cutouts of the three-dimensional versions of themselves. So it's a really eerie, almost like a, what do you call it, uncanny valley version of the character that you've been Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, there's a curator I follow who did a very interesting uh, video essay on that. He's uh, named Super iPad Wolf. Yeah, and he, he did an, uh, I believe it's called the uh, Zombie Simpsons.
0: Oh, cool. Uh, I love Super. Eye yeah, cool. it uh, goes all into that. We're subscribed to him. Uh, he does good content. I oh. uh, loved his stuff on Dark Souls. I'm pretty sure that was him. Uh, Dark Souls and Depression. I think that's what he did. Uh, those videos are really excellent and really. Um, echoed what I experienced while playing Dark Souls the first time. So, I'd suggest watching those videos, too, if he's the right person. I really like whoever did these videos, but I can't remember what their name was, so.
1: I need to look that up. Uh, Are they, like, lore videos, or just, like, explanation videos?
0: They're um, their video, they were two video essays on... Dark Souls and how, like, working through depression is like playing Dark Souls. Because everything seems impossible. Huh. Uh, and, you know, things are really stacked against you. But if you work through it, you can still come out on top or at least cope with the given circumstances that you're, you're yeah. living in. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, I've never really unfortunately played Dark Souls. It's just not my style of game really.
0: Yeah, that's okay. Um I still totally suggest trying it. Uh just in case that like something clicked. Oh yeah, I definitely watch I it. I didn't think that it would be my style of game either. Uh, I play a lot yeah. of games on either. I usually just watch Oh sorry. Uh it's okay. So, what were you saying? You usually just watch?
1: Yeah. Uh, I was just saying I watch a lot of video essays online. Uh, I, I really like documentaries of any sort.
0: Yeah, video essays are seriously like an underrated art form. Uh, yeah. I think it's really cool that we got to see the beginning of them. The genesis of the video essay in, you know all of the video essay people who started it back on YouTube. Yeah. I've, in the audience. I think the earliest one
1: I know of is uh the gaming historian.
0: Yeah. I haven't heard of him. Or them. I don't know. <laughs>
1: um, he does mostly retro stuff. Yeah. But I believe he started
0: around the,
1: you know, that era of, like, the angry video game nerd and all those
0: guys. Yeah, Doug Walker and all that.
1: (laughs) Doug Walker.
0: Yeah, I said it. I said his name. I did it.
1: Now he's gonna show up behind you.
0: Oh, God. (laughs) No.
1: (laughs) Have to get Guru Larry to save you.
0: (laughs) Uh, I think he's still
1: the only one still left on that channel.
0: Guru Larry.
1: Yeah, you know how the Nostalgia Critic had, like, his own website or something for a while?
0: Yeah, I do. I was obsessed with that guy with the glasses, actually, for my teenage years. So, I'm Yeah. Oh, me too. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's how we ended up here. But after
1: that whole, yeah, after that whole, like, uh, controversy, All those creators left except Guru Larry. Guru Larry only stayed to just say he was the last one on that site except Doug.
0: Oh, that's hilarious.
1: He doesn't even load it. Yeah, he doesn't even upload content there. He's just like, yeah, I just wanted to say I could. Wow. So he
0: was the last one on that guy with the glasses? Yeah. Now I know.
1: That's cool. Yeah. It's a shame. I used to really like his content.
0: Who, Doug Walker or Guru Larry?
1: Uh, Doug, back in the day.
0: I still watch Guru Larry, honestly.
1: Oh, I watch Guru Larry all the time. Him and, uh... Oh, God, who's that guy he always makes videos with? It's that guy who makes all the, you know, top five bad Kickstarter videos.
0: Oh, um... I don't remember his name, but those are good videos.
1: Uh, hold on, I'm... Googling it real quick. Should just come up.
0: Yeah, totally. I can try while you're Googling that. I can try and find uh, dark- I think I found
1: it. Dark oh, it's Slopes Games Room.
0: Can you say that again?
1: Oh, Slopes Game Room.
0: Sloping Room?
1: No, Slopes Game Room.
0: Slopes Game Room? Sorry. I, yes. I don't know why it's coming right. up so much. Yeah.
1: That guy I I actually always anytime he releases a new video I'm it's like a first click for me.
0: <laughs> so uh what have you been doing? Um, uh, the main thing we've been doing is audiobooks since um our new job. Uh which is at a grocery store, we're wiping down all the parts that come in and out. Or at least we were doing that before we moved to night shift. Uh
1: Huh. Cool. Yeah, I've always wanted to get into audiobooks. I usually, like, devour podcasts in the kitchen.
0: Yeah, I mean, pot- or t- uh, audiobooks are just the next level of that, you know. Like, it does get kind of old yeah. after a while. Like, we would listen to about an uh, an hour of an audiobook and then switch to Dice Punk or listen to an album of music. So we got through a lot of yeah. different stuff.
1: Actually, um... So, um... Way before the movie came out, I, um... I listened to a free first the first few chapters of uh, Ready Player One, um, on like Amazon or something. Yeah. And I actually got the book because of the uh audiobook. How was that? Oh, it was really good. The I oh, find the book, the book is way better than the uh, movie.
0: Oh, sorry. Oh, I was just pointing out that yeah, it was clearly good enough that you got the book. I wasn't paying attention there. <laughs>
1: Yeah. The movies... Alright. I think it could have been better.
0: Yeah. I, when I saw the movie, I kind of freaked out because uh, crossovers are a really big thing for me. I just love crossovers. Even if they're bad, I still think that they're really fun. Uh, like, Kingdom Hearts was the main game that I was obsessed with growing up. like More than Sonic the yeah. More than... Mario more than anything else, and it was because, like, it was a big mashup of all my favorite things. And then Smash Brothers came out, and I made like my own story for Smash Brothers.
1: Yeah, well, in the book, it's heavily 80s leaning because I guess the guy was probably from that era who wrote the book. Yeah, he is, but um, yeah. yeah. But, uh, in the book, it's less, it's more subtle. You know, it's like playing VR chat. It's like, you know, yeah, there's, uh, you know what, Knuckles with the Iron Giant over there, but it's not like, you know, we're not going to spend 20 minutes focusing on it. Wait,
0: Knuckles with the Iron Giant?
1: I'm just, I'm just joking. (laughs) I'm just, two random characters. What Knuckles
0: are you talking about?
1: Uh, the Echidna? I, oh I don't know God, what Kelly is.
0: Oh hilarious. Okay. I just needed to make sure.
1: Um, we'll get into it later in the podcast, but I just yeah, watched this is the Sonic Yeah, gonna be the Sonic episode,
0: night. honestly, because, like, we're prepared to go into a deep dive on Sonic. I hope you are.
1: Yeah. Oh always- well, yeah, that, so yeah, other than that, I guess, um, yeah, I would recommend the book, the movie if it's, like, on TV. But uh, what kind of books were you listening to, um,
0: actually? Any so, uh, suggestions? Uh, we were listening to, like, a lot of Stephen King uh, it's, It was, like, too, Uh Like, either we're listening to something horrible or we're listening to something young adult. <laughs> and there's no real in between. Yeah. So, uh... It's the same way with his movies. Same with movies, yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, I've seen a lot of Stephen King movies.
0: (laughs) Yeah, not all of them are good. In fact, most of them are pretty bad. But I still... I love it because of how, like, the... The whole universe fits together. Like... You can buy, there's a book written on how all of the books tie together, and I have that book, don't, and again, it's like this big crossover thing. So don't most
1: of them take place in Oregon? Like, no, somewhere within that region? They take place in Oregon. A lot of the movies do. Yeah. Sorry, I thought it was, yeah, but I always thought that was kind of weird. A lot of the movies take place in Maine.
0: Yeah, well, it's because Stephen King loves Maine and grew up in Maine and lives in Maine. Uh, Maine is bread and butter. Yeah, I've always wanted to
1: visit there or Oregon. That's why I actually get, you know, confused with them.
0: Uh, I'll visit Oregon for you. I'm a little bit closer.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I've considered moving to Portland.
0: Oh, yeah, that would be awesome.
1: Yeah. yeah it's just an older scene where I live. I don't want to give too many personal details, but where I live is like is a huge retirement community, basically. Yeah. So it's hard meeting people like, you know, in their 20s like me.
0: Yeah, I bet. I can't even imagine, man. Yeah. So, any particular Stephen King
1: movie? Like,. King books that you would suggest?
0: the um, so part of me really likes Long Walk which is written by Richard Bachman which is Stephen King's pseudonym Uh, hmm. and it's, uh, Richard Bachman's stuff is always a lot darker than Stephen King's stuff. It's a lot more grim. Like Stephen King there's hope like the main characters usually have hope of some kind Um, they have drive you know Um, but with Richard Bachman it's uh, horrible things are happening and people like are crushed by them so The Long Walk is about a a future where um, there's a death game every year where a hundred men or boys really like teenagers uh, are sent on a walk through Maine. And if you drop below a certain, you know, miles per hour, you get a warning. And if you get three warnings, you get shot in the head. Dang. Uh, so it's a really grim, like, just you get to live through uh, this horrible thing that's happening in this grim, dark future where the only thing that the main character can do is walk forward. And I think that's fascinating, that, like, the main character has absolutely no agency, and yet Stephen King was able to write an entire story around it. Yeah,
1: I'll have to check it out. I'm surprised that one never got made into a movie, as far as I know. That sounds a lot like Hunger Games.
0: Um, they're trying to. They're trying to. Um, Frank Darabont, the guy who directed, uh, I really hope I got his name right, uh, the guy who directed *The Green Mile*, Ooh. *Shawshank Redemption*, and *The Mist*, really wants to do *The Long Walk*, but he's having a hard time finding like studios to pick. Wow, out. really? So, those
1: are all like I would say the best yeah. Stephen King, like you know non-horror ones, I guess.
0: Yeah, well, he has a great pedigree, doesn't yeah, he?
1: Yeah, I'm surprised they wouldn't
0: let him do it. still having a hard time trying to find funding. They, they made the lawnmower man, for God's sake, and they wanted to
1: make that? That sounds way, way more interesting.
0: Yeah. I wonder how it would be filmed, you know? <laughs> like, uh, how would they uh, have the actor's you know, walk for so long without they, they themselves starting hmm. to, you know, break under the mental strain. There's like, some older, how long it takes to re-talk. There's some older
1: movies from like the fifties and sixties like that. About like soldiers just marching like, you know, for the desert or, God, I can't remember what they're called, but I have seen movies where that's, it's like basically like almost a death march or like a march for survival.
0: Yeah, you're you're totally right. And that is what it is. It is the march for survival except like, you know, only one person gets to come out on top in the long walk and they get the prize, which is not really you're not really told what the prize is. You're you just kind of assume that like it's everything that you want.
1: Yeah. I always wondered if some of but, the worst yeah, uh, Stephen King movies are, you know, as bad in the books.
0: Uh, the Tommyknockers is pretty terrible. Okay, is, uh, <laughs> or is that the is one? Is Tommyknockers, Tommyknockers
1: the same thing as the Langoliers?
0: <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, Tommyknockers. I don't remember. Uh, um, yeah, that, that one I probably I'm haven't seen. The one I
1: always think of it. But the yeah, langoliers, the Langoliers is the one I always wonder about because it's like, this is so weird. I wonder if it works better in a book.
0: Yeah, I I can't tell you. I haven't read that one. yet.
1: Yeah. The movie's bizarre. Uh,
0: Dreamcatcher works better. Dreamcatcher. Ca-
1: uh, yeah, I think I've seen Dream.
0: Pet Cemetery works better as a book. Sorry. I oh keep no! I, I feel like I keep interrupting you. Just... Oh yeah. man. All right, we'll talk it out. A hug. Yeah. Uh, so. Oh, right. That we just did a hug across across the computer. <laughs> yeah. I, if you you couldn't see it, but it happened. <laughs> I shot out of my house.
1: Sorry, my my computer just tried to go to sleep on, on, on me. I'll edit this out.
0: <laughs> yeah, you probably should. Yeah.
1: So, <laughs> what's the other?
0: All right. Uh, uh. So that wasn't the only book. What's the other uh, book? Uh, well, we read three others. So we also read Firestarter, which is another Steven. Ooh, I book.
1: like that movie, actually. Uh,
0: it's one that people don't really. Oh, you saw the movie? I'm so jealous.
1: Yeah, it's good.
0: That's um, the one
1: I think it is. It's about a little girl, right? And her parents like spontaneous combust. Yeah. And then she could start fires.
0: Her... yeah, yeah, that's it. That's totally it. Um, Firestarter, yeah, I really like Charlie. He's a great character. Um, like, there's a part in the beginning where she uses her psychic powers to um, get coins out of all of the payphones, mm. And uh, it was just the cutest thing ever, because she was like, you know... She's doing a very illegal thing, but it's for her daddy, and um, the relationship for between her and her dad is just so adorable. Um, and then that's juxtaposed against like the horrible things that the United States government is doing to this family. Yeah. And how they're hunting them down. So you really root for um the characters in this, and it sets up. Um, Firestarter sets up the shop, which is an important um, fixture in the Stephen King universe, which they're just a branch of the uh, United States government that um, did science fiction stuff, Uh, you know, like looking into supernatural phenomena and containing it. And they usually show up in Stephen King's more science fiction-y uh, things. Like, they don't show up in It to help contain the clown. But they mm. do show up in Dreamcatcher to help contain the alien. That's spoilers for Dreamcatcher, but most people don't care about Dreamcatcher. So, I'm not going to either. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Dreamcatcher's alright. It, it sounds familiar to one really I've seen, on.
1: but... Like a movie I've seen of some.
0: The one in the snow in the cabin, with the shit. No, nah, okay,
1: it's not what I've...
0: Cause that's the thick one. No, it's a, it's
1: a different one with <laughs> <lines. laughs> okay. um, a Okay.
0: Um. It's a. No, it is. Uh, I can describe the movie. movie yeah, I just don't know what it's called. Many. Um,
1: there is a Native American man who has a plate in his head from some imagery he had in, like, a war. And, uh, the town uncovers mm-hmm. something, like, buried in the forest. And it turns out to be, like, a long, long crashed alien ship. But the thing is, the aliens wake up from that, and they start controlling the town, people. Like, just through hypnosis. And the, uh, the man is the only one who can, like, do anything because the metal plate blocks at their, uh, you know, waves. So, kind of like that old cliché of the tinfoil hat.
0: Isn't this a Stephen As far page? as I
1: know, it's been years since I've seen it. I'll try Googling it.
0: It sounds vaguely familiar, but um, it's going to be really funny if that's what the Tommy Tommyknockers is. It, I don't, it might I be. I don't remember what Tommy Tommyknockers is. You know, I have the book on the shelf. Do you mind yeah, if go I... Ahead.
1: I I'm going to try Take googling this. <laughs>
0: yeah. Cause maybe it's the Tommy Knocker. Okay, well here's the Lingo of ears.
1: Oh, It might be.
0: Oh, the Lingo of Ears is the one on the
1: plane. Yeah, that's the one I was talking about. It's, that's insane.
0: Yeah. Um, it might be Todd. I just um, want to know if
1: there's a Tommy Knockers movie. I see the actor. Uh, yeah, I think it is the Tommy Knockers. I did not know that's what it was called. Oh, God, I haven't seen these aliens in years. Okay. Yeah, that's it. I found the guy I was even talking about. Oh, that's awesome. Dude, I posted.
0: Alright, well, mystery solved. I'm going to put the book back. <laughs> I tried. The book I'm looking at is called The Complete Stephen King Universe. Um, and like I said, it, it gives you an outline on how all the different stories are connected by like characters and themes. And places like Derry, Maine shows up in a lot of... Stephen King book. Uh, Salem's Lot shows up a few times. Uh, Yeah. Uh, The lady who kidnapped the writer in Misery shows up in a different Stephen King book as a minor character. But, like, she's only mentioned. And there's all sorts of things like that. That's
1: one of those movies I can't watch again.
0: But then... yeah,
1: that yeah. and Green Mile, I have real trouble. I have, I've only seen like one. I love the movies, but I just, I can't sit through that.
0: I'm a Stephen King fan,
1: but I haven't
0: seen The Green Mile or Shawshank Redemption. Ah, uh, I just haven't had an opportunity
1: to. The Shawshank, I haven't seen right. really like fully through. I've seen bits and pieces. Green Mile's awesome, but it's super depressing. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I was hoping the Dark Tower would be better because, like, that's the big crossover event for the Stephen King universe. That's where the characters start to show up and do more. Like, I won't get into spoilers or anything, but Stephen King starts to pull from very early in his career for that.
1: Um, Yeah, that.
0: series, so it makes it really rewarding to have read all of the stuff that you know, like, oh, this monster killed all these people before, so that's what these people are now up against.
1: Yeah, that movie was not good, though. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Actually, you know what, I'll go into it later with the, the other movie I just saw, but I can't, why does every movie need to do the cliche where they have the where they have to go to New York or whatever and meet like a kid?
0: Um, I don't know. <laughs> it it was the story was written before that was more of a trope, especially like in the 90s, for example. Cause like when I think of oh they have to go to New York, I think of like I don't know the Key man movie. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that one? Where I, they go I've to heard New of York?
1: it. I've never or seen it. But
0: They go to the real world. Yeah. But <laughs> they go to the real world and it's completely normal. Yeah. True. But like a bunch of movies from the nineties.
1: Like they still that. do it though. Just, just do it in their yeah. world, or just make it in a world. You don't have to bring them to New York. They're doing that with the Monster Hunter movie.
0: Wait, yeah.
1: really? So the guy who made uh, Resident Evil, those Resident Evil movies, uh, and it's his wife again. Yeah, that, that's what they're doing. There's a kid that gets sucked in the Monster Hunter world, and then they get sucked into New York. Oh,
0: uh, wow. That... Doesn't sound like it'll No. Be <laughs> I'm not a
1: huge Monster Hunter fan. It's just like, come on, guys. It's giant monsters and people finding them. You, you, you can do that.
0: Yeah, it wouldn't be too hard to do it in a film building. But I guess they want to ground it in some way. So I
1: guess.
0: Or maybe they just think it looks really cool to have... Giant monsters in
1: New York City. I thought like Kong Skull Island oh, was cool pretty cool, and that was pretty much like a fantasy huh? island. Kong Skull Island.
0: Oh, I don't
1: know what you're talking. Oh, that's really cool. So it's in the it's in those newest Godzilla films. It's like a it's like a trilogy.
0: Oh, yeah,
1: I always meant to see those. Yeah, that one's really cool because it's not the typical King Kong story where, they're, you know, it's like 1930s and they're going to, you know, to capture him or whatever. It's just this group of like, and it's just like at the end of the Vietnam War, it's like a group of Vietnam soldiers accidentally, or like they're on a mission to just get photographs of this island. And then their like helicopter gets yeah. taken down because they start shooting at a at a King Kong the size of this Chrysler building. It's like a, the biggest King Kong I've ever seen like ever done. And then it's I And then it's that. basically Apocalypse Now. If you've ever seen that movie for a while, but with monsters.
0: Yeah. I love that
1: movie. Yeah, it's definitely worth uh, I think of all those new Godzilla films, because they're like a MCU style kind of thing. I think mean, that one's probably the best.
0: Yeah. I'm always a sucker for MCU style.
1: Well, you know, just a cinematic again, universe possibly. kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Gotta love him. Except not. Like, I get why people don't like him. But... yeah. I always will.
1: <laughs> okay. So anything else you've been watching or uh
0: doing? Um well we also listened to The Stand which is one of Stephen King's largest books. I'm sorry, what was that? Uh it's one of Stephen King's largest books. No, I mean what was the title like you, you well broke up a little a thousand bit thousand pages. Oh the Stand*. The sting? The the Stand? Sting. Okay. Yeah, The Stand. Ah, that's it. Uh, It's about a virus that destroys the world and then the people who pick up the pieces afterward. And then God uh, basically shows up and does stuff. So it starts as just like, oh, this virus is going to destroy the world, and you get to watch the virus destroy the world, and it's horrible. Um, But then the other half of the book is, you know, just them <clears throat> living afterwards and trying to deal with not having medicine anymore and getting electricity back on and repopulating and stuff like that. Huh,
1: I actually might be interested in that. It's a...
0: Yeah, um, people really suggest it. I didn't like it as much on my second reading. Um, but the first time I read it I was completely enchanted by it. Yeah. Um and then um the last book we finished was the Terry Pratchett novel. <laughs> and it's uh comes so wildly different from what we've been reading that it's kind of embarrassing. But it's called The Amazing Morris and His Educated Rodents. And it was a really cute little book. Um, it's Terry Pratchett. Do you know who Terry uh, Pratchett is? I'm not is?
1: familiar, unfortunately.
0: Oh, he's a British humorist. Huh. Uh, so his writing is just hilarious. and um, And this book is like a parody of um, Pied Piper myth huh. so instead of like the Pied Piper going around it's this kid called Keith and the actual leader is this cat named Morris who has these... I uh, can't get my thinking straight I'm trying to remember all what it was about but it was really short Hmm. Um and a lot of the humor was like funny in the moment, but not exactly quotable because of this interactions between these well-drawn characters. Like it sounds really silly and childish enough because it is like a kids' book, but there was still enough there to keep an adult entertained. Yeah. I okay. uh, can't. There's the plot is kind of hard to explain. Basically. They go from town to town, like, using the smart rats as decoy rats. And then Keith plays them out of town. And then they make money that way. And then um, the daughter of the Grimm brothers, or sisters in this universe, Hmm. uh, discovers them and wants to write a story about them or something like that. Oh, that's cool. So then a bunch of other fairy tale characters start to show up, and
1: yeah. it that sounds interesting.
0: Yeah, it's a cute little book. I totally suggest it. A much lighter reading (laughs) than uh, The Long Walk. Okay.
1: Do you want to get into Sonic?
0: (laughs) Yeah, we probably should. We've been going for a while, haven't we?
1: Yeah, we're going a little long. Okay, so uh, have you seen it yet, or um, you're planning on renting it, right?
0: I'm going to rent it, and then I'll talk about it on the next episode. I just wasn't able to. Okay, I'll try. Uh, Real life got in the way, unfortunately.
1: I'll try to keep it as spoiler-free, then. It's not like there's anything major to spoil, but...
0: Okay, and then we can have a spoiler discussion. Yeah, Um, yeah. When we're on the next one. Okay. Great.
1: (laughs) So, going into that movie, it is... It shouldn't work, but it does, is the thing. That's how I would best describe it.
0: It shouldn't work, but it does? It is... So is that a recommendation? Yeah, it's a
1: recommendation. It's one of those things where it's... Okay. Okay. It's the most cliche 90s movie you could think of. Or like if they made a Sonic movie in the 90s. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, I will... This is... Oh, go ahead. Wait. They made a Sonic movie if in the If they 90s? did make
1: one. Like, like if they made a live-action Sonic movie like Mario.
0: You know what I mean? Oh, you're saying this is like... If, if they, they, they had. Right?
1: If you get what I mean. Like imagine okay.
0: the most. I was a little confused though. Imagine
1: the most cliche video game live action video game movie you could think of.
0: Yeah. Uh, so the mo- the most cliche video game movie I could think of is like the plot of the game, but with fart jokes and stuff, like jokes that appeal to the masses. <laughs> not in there my is, Sonic
1: thankfully only one fart joke
0: <laughs> no not my Sonic well, uh, I well, it, it goes I'm off, off the chili
1: dog joke
0: my Dad, Sonic doesn't there. fart <laughs> there's your title right there my Sonic doesn't fart
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a bunch of weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So, so where do you even begin? So the first thing yeah. that immediately catches me, and this isn't really a spoiler because it begins at the beginning of the movie, but oh yeah, it basically does the teenage wasteland opening. If you're familiar with that. Yeah, it's like, oh hey, it's like the finale of the movie, like just kind of showing a bit of it without context. It's like, it's a freeze frame. It's like, hey, I oh, okay. you? You bet you're wondering how a Still blue hedgehog ended up in the middle of San Francisco fighting a weird mustached man.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, he narrates the least. Me, that part. I bet you're wondering how he like, got. Like into the little the intro, here, part of that it. kind of thing
1: yeah
0: i'm a blue hedgehog look at me wow it, it yeah. is
1: almost entirely that uh. <laughs> yeah oh the, the really hard thing for me during this movie and i actually mm-hmm. wanted i should have looked this up before i started but i'm almost I'm ninety-eight percent certain this is true. Oh yeah? But I think the voice actor Uh, for Sonic is the same guy who voices Dewey Duck in the new DuckTales.
0: oh, I forgot I can't Google anything.
1: So all I can see here they're very similar characters, so all I can hear is Dewey
0: Duck. That's what you meant when you said in the I'll Google
1: it real quick, but I'm all certain.
0: All I hear is Dewey Duck. The voice is so distinctive.
1: Nah. Let me see Ben Schwartz Yeah he, he voices uh, <laughs> Sonic Yeah. Huh? Well, I was right about that There you go <laughs> Oh my god But yeah So yeah it's a It's really funny it does a lot of funny things With it actually So uh One of my favorite characters they have in there And it's just for the Joke of uh and I won't spoil what the joke is, but they have a character that everyone thinks is crazy, that Sonic kind of torments, oh, okay. that so, has the best, ref- like, the internet meme, meme reference uh, I've seen in the bopping?
0: video game movie. Is it? It's a Sonic meme, okay.
1: It's a Sonic meme.
0: I hope I'll now, get it. Yes, he like, does floss. a big game as a Sonic fan. It's a Sonic, it's a pretty game. old Sonic meme. And I still have a formstone. Spot in my heart for it, but I am also out of touch with like the mainstream Sonic fandom because I haven't played, a <laughs> Sonic <laughs> Adventure. Like I'm an yeah. old school Sonic fan. Mhm.
1: Yeah, I need. I want to definitely talk to you when you see that movie, because there's a lot of like lore. In that movie, about where Sonic comes from and like the world he comes from, okay, and how he gets to Earth. That um, I want to actually ask, if it now, enough, actually. or I is that a real thing in the game?
0: I really don't mind spoilers for the Sonic movie, I'm not yeah. worried about
1: Uh Okay, I'll tell you, it's gonna spoil. Okay, okay, so Sonic does come from Green Hill Zone. <laughs> But, he was mm-hmm. raised as a baby That's by a giant owl. I'll
0: wait. I'll wait until you uh, <laughs> Knuckles.
1: Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Well, anyway, so Knuckles' family, yeah. race, tribe, they, they look like Amazon, like uh, tribal warriors eventually find Sonic, they want to take his power for some reason, so the Owl right. like, uses some kind of little rings he picks up uh, to transport him to Earth. Because uh, the uh, Knuckles clan basically attacks okay. him and then kills the Owl. I'm
0: on board, so, so it's like is that mom, the end of his which, origin? It's really
1: weird. Yeah, as far as in the movie, that's the end of his origin. They, uh, he gave him a, she gave him a bag of rings, and he just, uh, if he ever needs to escape, because people are hunting him for his power, he can just use the rings to, to travel. to Other worlds or
0: something. Um, well, it's extremely different from his, um, yeah. how he came about in, like, the original Sonic Bible of the like the game and I'm talking about like the Japanese game uh, the, the you pretty much have to look that up on your own because it's so crazy yeah. that I I'm pretty sure I imagined half of it uh, I will basically like if I remember correctly there was a scientist and it's like, it takes place in America, and Sonic starts out yellow, and then because of some experiment with the scientist and a chili dog, he turns blue. But that's barely what I remember. And this is like early concept of Sonic. Very early concept. Did you, okay. Have you ever heard of any of that?
1: Okay. It, I. that heard true. that Eggman is yeah. called Eggman because he fused himself with a rotten egg. That's about the only thing I don't know think about he Sonic.
0: Meant to. I think it was an accident. <laughs> Not that it makes it much better. But yes, he did fuse with an egg. Hmm. And that's why they call him Eggman. Okay. In one version. The thing about Sonic is that there's like several different yeah. origin stories for him. <laughs> so, Like there's the Sad AM pretty- origin story. There's the Saturday- uh, Sonic Adventure story or origin. Uh, there's, like I said, the original Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, so okay. one in the movies clearly... So I'm pretty sure this is an original completely story then. Like an origin Which story. Which I think is a good choice. <laughs> Just uh Because Sonic has never been that yeah. great at lore. There was only one time when it was good at lore, and that was with the Archie comics. And even then, it wasn't that great. Oh man, I'm yeah. going to burn my house down with all these... Ar- horrible comments about Sonic, that the Sonic fans are going to come out
1: and draw. (laughs) Yeah. So the other other highlights of that movie Mm -hmm. are like, so A, because of all that, Sonic's been kind of just hiding in this one town, and I guess... I'm going to assume right. he's a young kid or teenager by the time the movie starts. It's not very well defined. But, uh, um, yes, crippling that. depression and loneliness because of it, obviously. Because he's never, like, interacted Wait, with so another it's
0: person. Sonic he's just been kind of,
1: like, watching this one cop life? dude his, like, whole life.
0: Right. Okay, and then on. Oh,
1: he was. The algae baby, saving him, like sending him to Earth.
0: Okay. When he was a yeah, baby. Yeah, probably not as cute as And baby I know he's, he's like.
1: There's a really weird, creepy looking baby Sonic. Hmm. No. No, not as. I can't even imagine what the original design must have looked like.
0: So you were saying? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, um, so,
1: I'm trying to think. I'm sorry, my brain's kind of scattered with it, but... Oh, the one thing the I love angels. about the town he ends up in... <laughs>
0: the the town. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a fun bad, though, not, like... You know what yeah. I mean?
1: now i have to say jim so the other thing i'll say instead before we do the spoiler discussion like when you see it next podcast oh yeah jim
0: carrey um i was hoping god he's
1: amazing i was
0: hoping he'd be good movie. um i'm actually not a fan of comedic oh uh, right. eggman i much prefer Eggman. well i prefer him when he's dr robotnik which is to say evil and like actually evil. But that only happened in the Sonic Saturday morning cartoon and the Archie comic. So anyway. Oh good. He said uh, it happens in the I, uh which is better. in the newer comics that I but read anyway. actually. So Um, like, he's probably one of my favorite the Saturday, Saturday morning show uh, villains yeah, of yeah, all time. Cartoon. Like he straight up destroys people. Um well he roboticizes like most of the cast. Um, like the reason why there's such a limited cast is due to budget. But they explain that away by, like, saying, like, no, all of them have been transformed into robots. And then they show the sequence that uh, they get transformed into the robots with. And it's horrifying for children. Um, and he's just sitting there laughing uh, with these glowing red eyes oh, okay. and the deep, horrible voice.
1: Yeah, no, uh-
0: uh, Jim Cummings is one of the... Best voice actors that we have, and he just did a great job voicing him back in the day.
1: Yeah, in that comic, man, he's a uh, for for like a dude named Eggman. He's a uh, I'm trying to think. <laughs> I don't want to say Hitler but yeah, my God, see, like some straight really up bad shit in the that. It's like as much as you can get, as away you get away and, with in and, and
0: the and reason why yeah, they get play, away just with just it is because these aren't human characters. Like if these were human rebels then all of the you know, torture would uh be and I, I refer to like the transformation as torture because it that yeah. it it looked horrific and painful. But they get away with it because.
1: I think they brought that back in the comic I read. Because uh, it's not exactly like him turning people into robots. Yeah, that. But he made like a plague
0: yeah, or something that of, like
1: turns everyone yeah. into like metal zombies.
0: In the so original it's it's the chamber that he put you into, <laughs> so there was an assembly line. Anyway. Okay, so um,
1: with the uh, I do have some complaints, it's never with the movie. Going, they're is, never you know, a awesome the sonic
0: movie that I want, which is just an adapt like the Sonic movie I want is like you know the eighties Transformers movie? I want that.
1: Yeah. Well you might get it. There's a this isn't a spoiler, there's a very obvious sequel set up for him just going to his regular planet.
0: Okay, that might be neat. It would be interesting to see what, like, a mainstream yeah. American studio does with Sonic. I mean, Sonic lore, yeah. you know. Just because that's a no-go for so many people.
1: Yeah. So, I'll say this, it has a, my my biggest complaint it has a very forced conflict, hap, like, uh, that doesn't even last that long, maybe, like, free yeah. scenes.
0: is it the liar revealed?
1: But it, but it comes out of, it's not even a liar revealed, I don't know how you would say this, it's like, oh, you betrayed your, your principles or your, like, family or something. <laughs> Kind of thing.
0: Does Sonic betray his principles?
1: No. And this is my second, like, the part I'll say. They're, I really hope if they make a second one, they don't bring back the cop guy.
0: The cop guy?
1: His co-star. Oh. Yeah, so he has a co-star for yeah, the whole the, movie. Yeah, I don't know
0: who's the anything human character. about the new Sonic movie. I don't know anything about the plot. I know some guy helped Sonic go somewhere. That's it. And I know Eggman is yeah. working with the United That's States That's pretty
1: government. much it. You could have literally put like glasses on a, a piece of white bread and it would have been the same performance.
0: For that guy.
1: He's so boring. He's so emotionless.
0: That reminds yeah. me of a short There's film. some
1: good bits with him in Sonic, Sorry? but... but he, uh, what, oh, what did um, you say?
0: putting glasses on a, a pe- uh, thing of white bread and putting that in the film reminds me of a short film that I did where instead of that it was milk and um, the milk was going to the store to pick up some human to put in a cereal and <laughs> um, um, I'll go ahead and link it to you because it's actually a really cute little short film that we did back in the day I'm I mean, I in, I'm that. in it as one of the dead milk guys, so <laughs> I yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I didn't see that? <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, uh, yeah. Um, what else? Um, there's a lot of product placement.
0: Oh, that's too bad. It's to be accepted, but expected, not accepted. Well,
1: I mean. I mean, it's ba- I mean, it's not like in the background kind of thing. I mean, it's like they stopped
0: the movie to do it. That's so frustrating. Is it as bad as the trans?
1: I mean, is? they li- I'm going to literally do one. It's literally two characters like, I think the joke is, oh, the only app I have on my phone other than the ones that it came with is the Olive Garden app. And then, the, then his girlfriend replies, Oh, because when you're at the Olive Garden, you're family.
0: That's disgusting. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. That's really yeah. bad product placement. Oh, my God. Capitalism.
1: The movie ends with a product placement, kind of.
0: Well, is it an ad for the next game? Because that would actually make sense.
1: No, it's another ad for Olive Garden.
0: Did my thigh get caught <laughs> on the mic? I really hope it did, because it was a big one.
1: Uh, <laughs> I don't... A little right.
0: bit. I'll fly bigger next time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the other one is a Zillow ad. Like, you know, the apartment hunting site. Yeah,
0: I, I used it and was unsuccessful because everything was out of my price range. So... Zillow does not have a good connotation in my brain. Big Sonic movie, but no thanks.
1: Yeah, it's it's just funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Other than that, I think it's pretty good. The uh, they wrap up a the only kind of like interesting story beat with the the, you know, is the the human guy. Mm-hmm. In kind of like a weird way, I don't think would actually... Like, even for a kid's movie, it doesn't make sense, really.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Do things wrap up too quickly, or...
1: Yeah, it's just not like... It's like something that's not addressed. I'm nodding. Yeah, it's like they kind of brush it off. They literally brush it off with the, the product placement, is all I'll say.
0: Oh, that's that what so they cut from. Here's something that the yeah. audience is curious about. Ooh, why don't we buy this thing? That's great.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. The mill I would say the other thing that's not a complaint, but I will say the the sorta of like conflict is pretty predictable. Like, the final battle thing is kind of predictable how it would go.
0: Yeah. That sucks. Uh, does he use the yeah. Chaos Emerald to go Super Sonic? Cause no! they made a Sonic movie and there's no Super Sonic? That's like a DBZ movie. I mean, no I guess Super it's sales. kind of a spoiler, but... Sonic can charge up
1: is his big deal in that movie.
0: It's not the same. It's not the same. Not my Sonic. Apparently. My
1: sonic.
0: <laughs> I I know it from the game, so I don't know if
1: it's a different move or not. He can run really fast, but the reason like people even figure out he's on Earth is that like he can charge up, and then I guess later in the movie he figures out he can use that to attack people doing the ball thing. Oh, he yeah, does
0: in the games.
1: Yeah, that's the big attack he figures out in the movie.
0: Okay, that's that's fine. That's serviceable. It works. It sounds like it's a decent movie, and it sounds like I'll have a decent time watching it.
1: Yeah. I mean, Jim I know not everyone's And I'm not always the hugest fan of Jim Carrey, but Jim Carrey really... It's not even super goofy. It is goofy, but not as Mm -hmm. much as you think. It's not like the mask, but it's just his performance. I would love to see him. I just want to see a movie with him and Sonic, honestly.
0: Oh, is that all you wanted from this?
1: Yeah, all the interactions he has with Sonic and, uh, that is just really good. That's probably the best parts of the movie. Okay.
0: That's, that's good that that happened. Um... It's something to look forward to, and maybe it will be enough to carry me through the rest of the movie. I don't know.
1: I, I, I think you'll like it. I know I'm, I'm talking a lot of like how generic it is and stuff, but when, once you watch it, there's a lot of funny stuff okay. in
0: there. So the humor is good?
1: Yeah. I mean, there's some stupid jokes. Like I said, I can't tell if Sonic's supposed to be like a kid or teenager. Or just doesn't know how to socially interact, but he can be a little annoying sometimes. Right.
0: Yeah, he's usually a teenager. Or, like, in his 20s.
1: I would assume he's a teenager. It's just hard to tell.
0: But, yeah, Sonic is one of those characters that can extremely easily be annoying. It's amazing that they yeah. were able to oh, it makes... get it off the ground at all, considering the horrible choice that they almost made.
1: Oh, if they had... Yeah, if they had done that, it would have been really bad. Because there's other Sonic characters that show up. Like, uh... The Knuckles things look pretty much like Knuckles with masks. Again, I don't know much about the backstory yeah, the of him. Yeah, uh... did yeah, but I'm assuming in the original format they could have looked really racist because it's, like, tribal-looking stuff.
0: Yeah, the echidnas and the comics are yeah. tribal and have, like, yeah, like they jungle have, travel, like their own yeah. culture and everything that's separate from the Mobians, which is the main Sonic cast, where, you know, Sonic, yeah. Tails, Princess Sally and all them. They're the Mopians. Yeah.
1: There... Yeah, there's one other character that, that kind of shows up at the very end.
0: Okay. Is,
1: that I think would have looked really bad if they had done the original design. Okay.
0: Um, can I guess who it is?
1: Yeah, you Tails. can probably guess who it is. Okay. Yeah, it's Tails. You have yeah, to wait until it's like
0: the okay. stinger. That's awesome. I'm glad that they brought tails into the Sonic movie.
1: Yeah. And they actually do make uh, Eggman also at the end kind of look like Eggman, except he's not fat.
0: Huh.
1: Yeah, because the like throughout the movie he doesn't quite look like that character, but I can see him after that movie why? It really makes sense okay,
0: honestly. cool. Looking forward to seeing it. Yeah,
1: I definitely recommend it. It's good renting. It's a good rental. I think Detective Pikachu is a better video game movie though.
0: I still haven't yet to see either, unfortunately. So
1: Ooh yeah, I'd really recommend Detective Pikachu.
0: I recommend playing video games. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm debating uh, whether to get um, re Free or uh, Final Fantasy.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, I'm getting Persona 5 Royal, and I already have Danganronpa, which I was going to talk about during this segment, but we'll see if we have enough time for it.
1: Uh, go ahead go ahead, we'll just skip news. I don't want to make sure that we nah, still talk about
0: it. Um I'm still playing Donkey's rope, but that's the thing. So like this will give me more time to really.
1: Okay. Okay, well I guess we'll get we'll just go into the news real fast. I'll probably combine some of these.
0: Alright, so with that, let's just yeah. get into the news.
1: Okay. Uh let me see. I'm going to combine two here because they're similar stories. There we go. So Disney has announced two live-action remakes on their you know, live-action train. Uh, the first is Robin Hood, and the second is one of my personal favorites, uh, Hercules.
0: Wait, okay. The one that surprises me is Hercules because Hercules didn't do all that well. Like, I still really enjoyed Hercules, but when you stack it up next to the other Disney Renaissance movies, it doesn't have the same amount of clout. Like, it didn't win any awards, as far as I know. Um,
1: well, they're they're remaking, like, literally everything. I mean, they're remaking
0: Black Cauldron. They're remaking the Black Cauldron? That's crazy. Yeah. The
1: one you'd think they Yeah, the one you think they would never touch yeah, again. Yeah.
0: Um that's actually really cool. Um a black cauldron level in Kingdom yeah, Hearts that would one... be amazing. So if they do a remake of the Black Cauldron and draw up some interest in the original.
1: That's forever what I would have them do. I want them to remake the movies that aren't as popular.
0: Yeah. Um That being said, the Disney remakes Mm. haven't been good, unfortunately. I've watched a bunch of them. Yeah, i I really gave them a shot, but they're not good. They're just not put together as well.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure the the Hercules is going to be really bad. Because I do have a... I don't know why, just when I was a kid, I really liked Hercules. Hercules and Aladdin were my two favorites.
0: Yeah. Those are... You know, the more adventurous ones. They got the two uh, Saturday morning shows. I'm surprised aren't on Disney Plus. Yeah. But
1: yeah, I'm surprised that too. I remember yeah, liking those. I think they, they even did crossed cross over.
0: over. Uh, several times, I think. I think it's because they, yeah. they just straight up share a universe. And then there were references to DuckTales and shit, too. So.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: well,
1: i not to, I won't go into what I was watching, but that uh, season three of DuckTales has been really going hard on that Disney afternoon crossover stuff. Oh,
0: really? That's awesome to hear. I almost don't want to, actually, just tell me who they cross over with.
1: Okay, so. Goofy from Goof and Troop,
0: Max, hold on. and isn't pa- is is, is is it the version it. right? Okay, yeah, so Goofy one. shows up.
1: Yep, and shows off that the actual Goof Troop is canon. I mean, uh, Goofy movie is canon in that okay. world.
0: that's awesome.
1: Rescue Rangers.
0: Oh, okay.
1: They already did Darkwing and Gummy Bears. Oh, I
0: didn't.
1: I know they're doing something I didn't other know ones. they did
0: Gummy Bears.
1: They're referenced. They're not, like, directly oh, in the so show. Oh, it's not like funny they're, they're Gummy, gummy up
0: And goes, and I don't know. No,
1: they're like uh ancient civilization they talk about, if you get what I mean.
0: Oh, that's really cool. That's what they are in the original show too. The ancient gummy civilization. The
1: villain wants their bounce yeah, wants their bouncing like or whatever. I can't remember, it's like some potion or something.
0: Uh gummy berry juice. That's what they call it. Yeah. Yeah, I know my Disney.
1: Yeah, I think... Yeah, they're they're apparently supposed to do every Disney afternoon show except maybe uh, Bonkers. Yeah. And uh, I guess Gargoyles, because uh, I actually don't know how the hell they would do Gargoyles. Yeah, that
0: would be difficult. Unless they only did the Gargoyles. And, like, not Elise or Elisa. Whatever her name is. But even then, yeah. it would be bizarre. Oh, my God.
1: Actually, wait. They did do... Okay, this is, this is spoilers, but they did do humans.
0: Oh no way.
1: So so there's the episode with Goofy has also they're trapped in a 90 sitcom called The Quack Pack.
0: Yeah, that's another Disney afternoon show.
1: Yeah. You know and who traps them is actually the genie from the DuckTales movie from 1980, whatever.
0: Wait, really? That's awesome. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah, they're going deep yeah. on the
0: references. That's really cool. Uh that's something I always love about Disney when they um really pay homage to like their old characters and everything. Yeah. So uh, yeah, not anyway, too much else on those. Uh story, since I think we've
1: Okay, so the big one that's been going around is uh, both Regal Cinema and uh, AMC, two of the biggest uh, theater chains, are claiming they're never going to show Universal Films again once they reopen.
0: Yeah, when I saw that, I was like blown away, but that was back when it was just AMC. Now it's another conglomerate. So now I, things are serious. Like, what's Universal Pictures going to do? Are they going to go back on it? I hope they don't. I think because, it's a dumb like, move for the theaters.
1: Yeah. I think they'll just release everything digitally.
0: Yeah, I mean they're taking yeah. their ball and going well, home. Universal so. has
1: so many like big money-making pictures.
0: Yeah, like, why don't we look uh, like, their are made? Yeah, I looked franchises. at them earlier.
1: They're, uh, Jurassic Park, Fast and the Furious, James Bond.
0: Okay. Oh, wait. Yeah, a
1: bunch of other stuff, too.
0: Okay. Well, Fast and the Furious, that's one of the big ones. Uh, I've never gotten into Fast and the Furious, yeah. but I've always meant to. Just because they've been around for so long, like there's got to be something worth looking into there, yeah. right? Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> I hope. Yeah, but
1: yeah, I think honestly, it's just gonna push yeah. movie like uh, these companies to just release everything digitally. These, I don't think the theaters can afford because, especially AMC, I know they were going bankrupt before this.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure what's going to happen. I do know that we'll be seeing more studios release movies directly to streaming now. Yeah.
1: Okay, I guess we'll do one more story and then we'll wrap up just not to make the podcast too long. Uh. Okay, let's uh, end out in, uh, on a happy note. Um... In Japan, there's a uh, retro gaming, uh, um, I guess, society. And uh, to help kids that are staying at home, they gave away about 100 uh, Super Famicons to them. Yeah, I
0: thought that was cute. And it goes to show, like, what a robust console the Super Famicom was. But there's still... There were still a hundred of them lying around. Oh, yeah, I imagine it's... Especially in
1: Japan, it would be very common to find them.
0: Yeah, it is. And it's because it's such a well-built system. Yeah. Like, those things are sturdy. So, yeah, I guess there's not... That's what they say. At least I've never owned yeah, one. I think I you have to get an adapter one, or though. something,
1: right? Because of the region lock. Or I guess you just have to get Japanese games.
0: That's true. I was just oh, talking yeah, about so... getting a Super Nintendo, though. I know the Super Famicom and the Super Nintendo are different. Like the Super Famicom has like yeah, yeah I think there's ability. slightly
1: different arch- arch- um, you know, like architecture but, in there.
0: Yeah. It would be cool to have either one. Okay. Well, I think. Anyway, I really want to. Oh, go ahead. I really want to talk about the Cyberpunk. Well, no, you go Uh, ahead, because it's your story. (laughs) I just. It looked really interesting.
1: So. Let me skim through to get the the full details on here, because it's been a while since I read this one. Um.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to but look at But basically... I was able to look at all the other ones.
1: Basically, the uh, the um, the rating boards are uh, saying CD um, Cyberpunk 2027 is going to have like one of the most expletive contents they've seen in years. Let me see. There's a list here. Do do, 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 weapons. I'm trying to find the... No 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 no. Lots of nudity, sexual relationships, suicide, cruelty, yeah. drug use, mutilation. What the hell is sexual ex- exploitation?
0: Yeah, it looks like it's not shying away from the really dark aspects of the genre, which is to say that like it portrays real life, but it's cyberpunk. It's a commentary. Uh, I'm curious as to what it actually means. Like, what is going to actually happen in the game? Uh, how much is going to really push the envelope as far as what can be portrayed in games. Uh, yeah. Yeah,
1: I can't wait for it to go
0: out. I'm excited for it. It looks like Yeah. Um not just yeah, because not of I just, the of it, just think anything, it'll be really good. It looks like a really great game. I'm pumped for the story, but I don't know anything about the story. I just know that it's supposed to be really good. But I I keep myself in the dark so that I'm not spoiled most of the time. Which is a problem when you run a podcast, so I might change that coming up. Maybe I should be spoiling myself a little bit more.
1: So, is there anything else you'd like to talk about, or are we good in there?
0: Well, I'll save Ropa for okay. last, for next time. Uh, or however you pronounce it. Uh I have a lot to talk about with that game in terms of like representation and Okay.
1: So, next episode will be like, like, like a little spoiler cast yeah. with Sonic and then uh I guess a little, like a long discussion about D- Ropa. hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize.
0: Danganronpa, Danganronpa. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I can't pronounce it either. (laughs) Uh, It's such a weird series, but and I'm only getting started. But uh, I'm so conflicted about it. You'll just have to see. Okay. Well,
1: thanks everyone for watching, and we will see you next time.
0: Yeah, thanks again. It's viewers that keep us going. So see ya.